Welcome to the Crazy Little Thing Called Life podcast with your host, the lovely Megan Thompson. Megan is a spiritual life and business coach, a Kashik record practitioner, and all things crushed velvet lover. If you're keen to create more than just a living, but a life and business you love, you're in the right place. Bursting with practical and spiritual tools, tips and tricks that you can enact today to get out of your own bloody way. So grab a cuppa and shield your wee one's ears. You can count on Megan and her guests to use cheeky adult language and inappropriate humour on this crazy little thing called life. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. All right, y'all, we are going to be talking about why empathetic women fail at biz. I am going to give you practical, tangible tips and tricks if you are an empathetic woman who has already created a business. Maybe you had a hair salon like Nina in episode 13, where she talks about how she created a hair salon and then it, quote marks, air quotes, failed but has launched her into this new chapter in her life. Maybe you are a hairstylist. Maybe you did a um, network marketing business. Girl, that's me. My first business failed. My first business was a network marketing business. I worked with Kate Northrup. If you've ever heard of her, um, you know who this is. If not, she wrote the book Money, A Love Story, and she Um, has created a lot of financial freedom. She talks about working less and all these things, right? And she's amazing. And she was really, really inspirational for me. Um, And she's the reason why I got into a network marketing business to create financial freedom for myself. And that shit fucking plummeted and failed. But instead of using that to hold myself back, I used it as flames to fuel the fire of my next adventure, my next journey, which you are listening to right now. And so if you are in that space where you've created some sort of business, maybe it was brick and mortar, maybe you did a coaching business, maybe you're a Reiki and you do Reiki healing. Um, If you're an empathetic person, you're likely doing something in the healing arts. And maybe the the first thing you did didn't work. And maybe you're just stepping your toes or fully stepping into something new and you don't want to fail again. This is for you because I don't want you to fail. I want you to use that failure as deferred success and use it as a launching point for the success that you're creating to be able to pivot with ease, grace, and a little cha-cha. All right. So I am going to share a brief story and then I'm going to share why we as empathetic women need to master this one thing in order to create the success that we desire in our lives. And I just want to say that I know you and I know that the success you want to create is not selfish. You want to help other people. You want to be of service. And so shift into that mentality right now as you're listening to this, into the remembrance and the knowing that why you are creating what you are creating and moving towards what you are moving towards is because you are here to be of service because that's what you want, right? Am I right? I mean, I'd be really unlikely if you were listening to this podcast and you were like, no, I don't want to be of service. (laughs) That would not be you. And I've talked to you We've spoken. You want to figure out how to use, to work smarter and not harder. You want to create a life that 
the work that you do fulfills you, that you enjoy what you're doing. And maybe you're in work right now that you like, that served its purpose, that was exactly what you wanted at some point. And now you're growing out of it. You're in a growth spurt, right? And that's awesome because that's when you create something fucking epic and you have to conquer this one thing, overcome this one thing. So you have the stamina and the resilience to live it, be it, and most importantly, receive it. So here we go. You have an idea, you're really inspired, you know that this will be of service to other people, you have people who ask you questions about how to do these certain things, right? Maybe you are starting to share your cooking with the world. And, you know, everybody's been telling you for months or maybe years that you are an amazing cook and you have to share it because it's so good. And now you're finally in the place where you're like, fuck yeah, I want to, I want to do this. I would much rather be cooking than working at this job. Or maybe you are, you know, a hairdresser or working in healing and you are ready to up level the work that you're doing, instead of getting paid a slower amount and being drained, you're ready to scale and grow and feel more pleasure and fulfillment in your life and your business. Because pleasure is not only your birthright, pleasure is your guide. The things that bring you joy, the things that you feel really good to do, those things feed and fuel you feed and fuel you. Okay. So the number one reason why empathetic women fail at business is because of their energy or lack of energy. What are you talking about, Megan? I'm talking about the capacity to grow your business. You need more energy for it, right? You need more fuel to grow. And I don't mean to do, to work more hours. I don't mean to work late. I don't mean to give more of your um, time. I don't mean that at all. I'm talking working smarter, not harder. You need the energetic resilience to receive what you want. And so there's a perfect example of this in your life. You can look at it right now, right? Where you have gotten the exact opportunity that you wanted and you strayed away from it because it felt overwhelming. It was like sensationally overwhelming. And so you somehow managed to self-sabotage it and say no when you really meant yes, but you couldn't energetically hold the vibration of creating that success for yourself. And as an empathetic person, the way like I'll, I'll turn this from spiritual trigonometry into spiritual addition, right? You plus feelings what you, what you sense, what you feel, your sensation equals what you receive in the world, right? And so when we expand or our capacity to feel sensation, be it negative sensation, be it positive sensation, we expand our resilience and we expand our capacity to receive. Okay, so how do you do that? How do you expand your ability to feel sensation? The number one way is to tone your energy. 
It's like going to the gym and toning your body, right? That's actually one piece of it. Okay, so I'm going to share this like disgusting story. I'm sorry. But there's this this Instagram ad from this dude who was like half naked and working out. And he and it was like clearly for a man. And he was like, bro, if you can't work out for one hour, how do you expect to lay pipe for an hour? (laughs) I mean, who the fuck says lay pipe? What is it, 1990? Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, that I hope that like sears in your brain because it's it's so real though, right? Like this guy's talking about how you expect to have like really good sex for an hour if you can't fucking work out for an hour. Right. Well, the same goes for how do you expect to receive the abundance that you've been calling in? How do you expect to hold space for the new clients? How do you expect to be of service to these people if you can't even hold your energy for like an hour without getting fucking triggered by somebody else or without feeling anxiety or without feeling overwhelmed or without just being able to be 100% in the feeling right? Because we are not talking about trying to get rid of the feelings that as you know, empathetic human being is impossible. But as an empathetic woman, as somebody who feels other people's feelings, who can feel what other people are thinking, who can, who can, I had a a friend one day, she was like, I feel like I am a sponge. And I'm just like, I'm just feeling exactly what I'm just soaking in what everybody else feels. And for me, there there was a long time where I was making decisions from other people's feelings that I didn't even realize were other people's feelings. I thought they were mine, but they weren't mine. They were other people's, right? So how do you make clear decisions that serve your work if you are too busy feeling everybody else's feelings? You gotta tone your energy. Mm. Just let that sit for a second. You got to tone your energy. Okay, so what got me into all this work? I I talked about, I think in my previous podcast episode, or maybe in this one, sorry guys, I'm bulk recording right now while Benji's sleeping. So, um, but I talked about how money was what got me into this spiritual work my desire to make more money because I thought that money was going to solve everything. If I made more money, me and my partner, who's now my ex, would everything would be solved and we'd be great and we'd be perfect and our family would thrive and la 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 la, you know? I'm sure that you've had those thoughts before in your life. Oh, if I just had more money, everything would be better. And I'm so grateful for that desire because it has driven me to create more abundance, to create more freedom, to create more of what I want to feel. And I want that for you. And so what kind of one of the stepping stones on that was me going to school at Integrative Nutrition. It's called the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. I've talked about it before in the podcast. It like completely changed my entire life. It was If you want to go to a nutrition school, if you want to learn about nutrition, if you want to build a business from that platform, like go check it out because it is fucking amazing. And one of the things that I learned from that, that I really took away was that everybody's a bio individual. Our bodies are individual. So not every diet is going to be the best for every person, right? 
being a carnivore isn't going to be the best for the person who really thrives on being a vegetarian. You know, being an omnivore versus a pescatarian, you know, doing keto, all of these different things. Like no one diet is right for one person. But having the freedom to choose what is right and what nourishes you is how you create holistic healing and holistic thriving. And the same goes, like this is applicable for your business. This business that you are growing that is here to serve people, that people need, right? You need to grow your capacity to thrive. And that is by toning your energy. And so one of those pieces is your nutrition, right? What you feed your body. When we think about energy, think about what nourishes you. Your nutrition is one piece of the puzzle, just one. It's only one piece, but a lot of people stop there. And you know, that's not where we stop. Especially if you've been listening to this podcast for a hot minute, you know, that's not where we stop. And if you're new, welcome to the party. I'm so glad you're here. (laughs) I believe in you. I really do. Nutrition is one piece of the puzzle. Another piece of the puzzle is your, your energy, your energetic body. Another piece of the puzzle is being able to work with your inner wisdom, with your spirit. And those are the pieces that I focus on because those are the pieces that I feel like are the most powerful and the most neglected in our world. Because the greatest form of activism, in my opinion, is being able to tap into and trust your wisdom and act from it. That's the greatest form of like, fucking the man, fuck you. I know what's right. I've listened to my wisdom. This isn't right. I'm taking action. And so how do you do that? How do you tap into your wisdom? Well, you meditate. And some of you are like, yeah, I do that already. And I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, you do it. That's great. I'm sure you've seen massive amounts of shifts in your life because you meditate. And I'm sure on those, those times when you've not taken care of yourself and not meditated, shit has gotten a little weird. Triggered as fuck. Detachment. Attachment to other people's outcomes, feeling other people's emotions, taking them on as your own. Now, I don't believe in the dogma of meditation. So this is going might be an unpopular opinion, but it's really true for me. And I, and I'm a mom and I don't have, you know, an hour or two hours every morning to sit and meditate. That's just not an option for me. And tapping into my inner wisdom regularly is the only option. So sitting down on a meditation cushion and meditating for one hour is one way to meditate and tap in with that wisdom. It's one way, but it's not the only way. And so for those of you who are like, I can't meditate because I have, I have clients. I want to share a story about a client who I love tremendously, but she's like, Megan, I can't meditate. I know I should. I I know I, I really should, but I just can't which is so funny because recently she joined for the, one of the Akashic healings, the free Akashic healings. I'll drop the link to that below, um, to amplify your vision. I'll drop the link to that below and you can check it out. And she joined with her mom and, you know, she's been adamant. I don't meditate. Um, and we go on a guided healing meditation. And then the next day she was like, what the fuck? Oh my God. Like, 
I literally astral projected with my mom. How the fuck did you do that? And that's what I'm talking about because there's not just one way to meditate. There's not just one way to connect with your wisdom. And there is one way. One way is being intentionally committed to connecting to your wisdom first, always above and beyond everything else. So if you've gone through the day, you haven't been able to tap in with your wisdom, you haven't meditated, you haven't journaled, you haven't done any of the other things that connect you with your wisdom. Close your eyes, take a breath right now. Come home to you. Say, I'm calling me back to me. How does it feel to be in your body? You're safe here. I promise. So set the intention for the rest of your day to be connected, more connected than not. And know that you will be. And that air is open. I hope you weren't driving. If you were driving, I hope you didn't do that. Um, yeah, you can connect with yourself in many different ways. So the different ways that I connect with my wisdom, the different ways that I meditate is I meditate. You know, I sit on the cushion. I do, I do the thing. I love Kundalini meditations. I love doing three minute Kundalini meditations like fists of anger, um, the har, med- har meditation for prosperity. There's a meditation for working with addiction, um, like mental addictions and addictions of the mind. I feel like that's really important to breaking through conditioned thought. I do yoga. I hike and spend time in the forest. I do Reiki. I'm a Reiki master. Little plug, I'm teaching a Reiki one attunement with my good, good friend, Aurora, who is such an amazing healer and so incredible. And she is a plant medicine goddess and witch and works with plant medicine. So we're going to do a plant medicine and Reiki one. Um, I want to say attunement because that's what it's called, but workshop to teach you so you can walk away and become, use Reiki, help other people heal with Reiki, as well as learning different modalities with plant medicine. Super exciting. So just sidebar if you want to, if you're local or if you want to come to Sierraville, California and do that, it's on March 22nd. So stoked for it. It's going to be epic. Every time I am with Aurora doing any kind of work, like massive amounts of things shift for me in my life, hands down. And it's so cool because one of the things that she's shared with me is to work with Juniper and to connect with her energy and give my mom's karma and give all the things that are heavy to Juniper. And I have, I have got Juniper behind me and my, I live backed up to a forest and we go hiking all the time. It's like absolutely beautiful. I love taking my good friends back there and we go harvesting. You've seen pictures on Instagram. If you follow me, if not head over to at I am Meg Thompson and get on this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, we go to Juniper and I shared that with one of my best friends, Brenda, and she was out there giving, giving some of her heaviness to Juniper. And the other day I went with my daughter and she just walked right up to a Juniper and just did it on her own. And I was like, yes, nine-year-old. So huge shout out to Aurora. She's a total fucking badass. And I'm super stoked to be doing this Reiki one 
training with her. I mean, the women who sign up and who are part of it are going to walk away with not only the technology of Reiki, but so much more. Okay. Just had to share that. But these are all the different modalities that I use to tap, tap back into my wisdom. And my work is one of those modalities too. You know, when I take people on Akashic, when I work with people and do Akashic healings and do Akashic quests and do Akashic soul blueprint readings, we tap into that deep, deep place of wisdom and truth. And that's the moral of the story, right? You can manifest, you can work towards creating a business, you can do it the hard way in the external world, and we need to marry both of them. But the way that we marry both of them, so the way that we take actions in the external world that are, that one, feel good, two, grow our businesses in the way that we want to, and three, are of deeply of service to the people who are buying, purchasing, um, committing to the work with us is by conditioning our energy. Because the more we condition our energy, the more you can grow your business. The more you are, the less likely you are to fail and the, the easier it becomes. Because I want you to work smarter, not harder. And the smartest way to work is from the wisdom of your inner world, your true wisdom knowing it, trusting it, partnering with it. And the way that you condition that, the way that you build resilience, as that guy said, the way that you lay really good pipe that gives your customers, you know, gratitude orgasms, because we all know that you, you want your customers to walk away and actually use the products that you create and actually commit to the, the things that you offer so they see results. Why else would you do this work, Right. The way that you do that is by going to the gym, right? If you can't work out for an hour, if you can't create resilience, if you can't meditate and come home to yourself on a regular basis, you will not, especially as an empath, especially as an empathetic woman, you will literally not be able to create the success that you want. Like real talk, tough love. It's absolutely not possible. It's not. So if you've been resistant to meditating, like now's your time to just drop that bullshit because this is what you need right now, especially if you're listening to this right now. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be an hour on the mat. You don't have to go to India and sit in an ashram. You can do it in five minutes. You can do it in three minutes. You can do it. You can do it. It doesn't have to be that hard. And if you want to experience one of my free guided Akashic healings, then I will drop the link in the show notes for you to check that out, as well as the Spirit Guide Connector course, because that is such a huge way to connect not only with the wisdom within you, but to work smarter, not harder. So I'm going to drop the link in that below. And for everybody who's listening to this, I will give it to you for half off. So it'll be $22.22 with the coupon code Instagram. Coupon code Instagram. All right. I am so, so grateful that you're here. I'm so honored and I hope and intend that you not only use this information, but you implement it in your daily life. I want you to commit to meditation. And that does not mean, like I said, it does not mean sitting on your mat, but it means being more committed to being intentional than not. 
So doing those things regularly every fucking day that bring you home to you, even if it's only for 30 seconds, three minutes, five minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, whatever you have, do it. All right. I want you to let me know that you're doing it. Head over to Instagram, message me at I am Meg Thompson and say, girl, I'm doing it. I'm committed. I'm going to fucking do this. And then let me know how it goes. And I'm not kidding. Like do it. I want to support you. I want to celebrate you. I want to cheer you on because I believe in you and I believe in what you're creating. And that is not lip service. That is 150% truth. I believe in you. I believe in a thing called love. (laughs) All right. I'm so grateful for you being here. Um, Yeah. Make sure you check out the show notes for all the links for all the things and enjoy this crazy little thing called life. Mm -hmm.